Welcome to Emotional Empowerment, a podcast for emotionally sensitive or struggling people who are open to learning how to use your emotions as a spiritual practice. Hi, I'm Michelle Bursell, and I've taught therapists, coaches, and people around the world how to use their negative feelings to heal their life, and in doing so, eliminated their struggle with anxiety, depression, anger, guilt, and more. Ready to turn your negative feelings into your greatest allies? Then let's start your emotional empowerment journey right now. Hello, everyone. This is Michelle Bursell, and I want to welcome you to episode number six, How to Stop the Overwhelm and Enjoy Your Journey. The push, the efforting, the overwhelming things to do. We are a society that is filled with exhaustion. I just feel the exhaustion all around because we're told that it's up to you to make things happen. It's so ingrained in all of us, myself included. I can easily fall prey to this one. My ego will want to, I start with passion and a flow state. And then my ego is going to tell me to keep going and pushing and keep making it happen even when that flow state is clearly gone, (laughs) right? And then I can easily fall into this same trap. So today I want to share with you what I do when my ego pulls me in to this path of do more and you got to get things done and you got to make things happen to going back to a state that you can consciously create where you're in a place of flow and receiving and really allowing the magic of life intertwine with your empowered actions, with consistent actions that don't lead to exhaustion. So I'm really excited about today's episode, and I really think it's important because it's so easy to fall into this trap of pushing to make things happen because you listening in, you're a person that's listening in to the Emotional Empowerment Podcast because you want to live an empowered life, which means you are going for things in your life. And when you are going for things, even though it's coming from your heart, It's so easy for the ego to come in and say, you don't know how to do this because clearly you haven't received the outcome of what you're going for yet. And I know the way, says your ego. And the ego way is to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and push harder. And by all means, forget about anything that you're feeling because it does not matter. Because if you want things to be different, you've got to bulldoze over your feelings and make things happen. And of course, this is showing up with a culture of overwhelm. If you didn't see the podcast launch party that we have on video on the podcast page, you can turn to the place where Suzanne Monroe, founder of the International Association of Wellness Professionals, shares. She sees this as well. We've got a culture of overwhelm, especially for women. And what I'm seeing is how this is leading to greater and greater amounts of depression and anxiety, especially for women, because it's do, 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 and it's never ending. 
this reminds me of the story of a bee that's trapped in a room. And the room has this big glass window. And it also has a door that leads outside. And the door is just cracked open. The bee can clearly see that through the window, on the other side of the window, is where it wants to be. It wants to be outside. It can see that outcome and feels that if I keep banging my way into the glass window, I'll get there because it's right on the other side. And so the bee is banging and banging and banging and keeps hitting the window. And yet if it would just turn around, it might be able to see another perspective in which the real way to the desired outcome is through the small crack opening on the other side of the room. And this is oftentimes how I am looking at the ego when it's pushing me, when it's pushing others. It's saying, this is the way, this is the way. Clearly, you can see this is the way. It's right there. And yet to really get to the place of where you desire to go, we often have to take a a step back in order to gain new perspective. And guess what? That's exactly what our negative feelings are here to help us do. If you're banging your head against the window, banging your head, trying to do it your ego's way, you're going to feel a negative feeling. And that's a good thing. You should be because you're going about the situation in a way that is not working for you. And in fact, it's exhausting you. And so when we experience a negative feeling, it's an opportunity to take a step back and through emotional empowerment, you're gaining an empowered perspective. So you don't just rest and come back to the window and start banging on it again to try to get to the outcome that you desire. It's going to give you a fresh perspective. What you need to do differently that will challenge you, but will get you to where you want to go. Because it's scary to leave a place where your ego has you totally convinced and logic tells you that it should work this way. If I just keep pushing harder, it takes courage to turn around and look another way, especially if that other way is a little bit, looks a little bit harder, looks a little bit further down the, down the road and to take that path instead. And so that's what we're given the opportunity to look at, that if you are in a place of overwhelm. If you can fall prey very easily to pushing yourself so hard to the place of exhaustion or just where you're not happy or not as happy as you think you ought to be, these are all important signals. What I want you to get is that whatever your ego is saying to you to convince you to keep going and pushing and efforting, it will make sense to your logical mind. And this is what gets a lot of people trapped because they think logic is the be all end all. And what it's important to understand is, is that your ego uses your rational mind combined with past experiences and your fears to reiterate to you that the ego's way is the only way and certainly the safest way to have your emotional needs met. So in other words, your fears, plus your past experiences, plus your rational mind, all join forces that will move you away from your inner wisdom and your inner knowing and will 
have you step into your ego. And so your ego is again operating in order for you to try to get crumbs of your emotional needs met, but it will never fulfill you. So what do I mean by emotional needs? These are needs like feeling loved, feeling approved of, seen, valued, worthy, and it amounts to you feeling good enough to receive the things that you crave. Usually to feel like you fit or belong inside your family unit that you were born into, you often have to manipulate parts of yourself in order to get those emotional needs met. And we do this by either tucking away parts of yourself or amplifying other aspects of yourself that you felt were more approved of. Manipulating yourself is how you molded yourself to fit into an environment that you didn't have a choice about. It could be your parents. It could be your environment. It could be your culture. It could be a a million different things. The more sensitive you are, the more likely you manipulated yourself to fit. It was taking the square peg and trying to fit it into a round hole. And you just thought, if I could be more round and shave off these square parts, then I'm going to be more loved. Then I'm going to be more approved of. And the reason why emotionally sensitive people are more likely to do this is because you sense other people's feelings, right? And you want the people you love to be happy. So you're going to bend and contort yourself to fit in or be accepted or to be received by another. But every time you do that, it's going to come at a cost. And at first we don't feel the cost, especially when we're younger. We're just doing what we got to do. When we get older, when we have a choice about our environment, you're going to start to feel it. And the cost will be beliefs you have about your ability to authentically have your emotional needs met just by being you. And this is a huge cost that keeps us spinning and spinning and spinning our wheels in this place of trying so hard and efforting and pushing. Even though you are in the world as as an adult, doing adult things, being responsible, there's an emotional aspect of you that has beliefs that were formed as a child about you having your emotional needs met only if you tuck away this part of you or amplify this other side of you. In other words, on a physical level, you're an adult. On an emotional level, there's ways that you are currently reacting that stems back to your childhood, especially if you aren't getting the outcomes you want. Now, remember, this emotional aspect is your subconscious mind, which is operating 99 to 95% of the time, especially when we're in this state of trying to make things happen. This emotional aspect from your past is called your inner child. Now, if we go back to where a lot of modalities and processes tell you that you need to think or act differently, you'll see that you can experience some shifts just by changing your thoughts or acting as if you've already received the the desired outcome, you can experience results that way. The problem is, if you forget about the emotional component and don't utilize the emotion to empower you, your core beliefs about yourself won't change 
and will show up somewhere else in your life. It will show up in your level of happiness and inner peace, or it can show up in area of your life that you're really struggling with. What actually happens when we're saying, you know, I'm just going to change my thoughts and behave a certain way, you're telling your inner child that you've got to think and behave this way because who you are isn't enough. It's just reiterating these old messages you either have been told or perceived as a child that you weren't enough. And now you're doing it to yourself. You say, if you keep pushing yourself, you'll be a better version of you. And I've seen this on so many levels. When I was getting my degree in clinical psychology, I worked at a counseling office at a university. And this university was a big feeder school for kids who wanted to go on to med school and become doctors. These brilliant college kids, brilliant, grew up hearing things like, if you want to succeed, it takes sacrifice. You need to work harder, study more if you want to make something of yourself. So yes, they knew how to push themselves and push themselves and push themselves. And they pushed themselves to a place where they were depressed, anxious, filled with guilt, and a sense of failure already at such a young age. Their parents' voice became a voice inside them that told them to keep going at all cost, not realizing that the cost would not just be their sanity, not just their sense of feeling good, but their sense of self-worth. Unknowingly, what these parents did was send them a message that without meeting success, as we, your parents, define it, you aren't enough. You aren't worthy. Now, of course, these parents didn't mean this. They wanted their kids to be successful and happy. The problem was they tied that into their belief that their version of success is what made someone happy. And they didn't see that it was at the cost of losing oneself. When we lose ourselves, we can't be happy. And it's not just with these college kids. It's the same thing I see when I work with CEOs and entrepreneurs who are at the million or multi-million dollar mark. They ask me, where's the freaking parade, Michelle? I made it, right? I worked so hard for this. And it felt good temporarily when I reached this, but now... I'm frustrated. I'm depressed. I've, I've been fed the belief that if I sacrifice my time to this one cause where I make a lot of money and I'm successful, that I'll be happy. And I got there. It felt good. And now I feel empty. They pushed and sacrificed because the ego continued to convince them that who you are is not enough. And in order to feel worthy, you've got to have this level of success. But little did they know that their ego was going to keep moving the finish line. You reach a million, now you should be reaching 10 million, 20 million. And so it goes. The ego just keeps pushing and pushing and pushing. And the setup is as long as the ego is in control, you will never be happy. So it's the same no matter what level, you, your ego can be doing this at 50,000, 100,000, doesn't matter. The ego is doing the same thing to you. Or maybe your ego is pushing you differently to be a better parent. You should be doing this. You should be doing that. You should be doing more. Or a better spouse or partner to be a happier person. 
Why aren't you thinking more positively? You should be more grateful or to have a better body. You need to do this more and that more. Think about it. When this is the case, how you are operating, the undertone of how you are operating is lack and fear. And lack and fear will only create more lack and fear. So how do you know if you are operating from lack and fear and not just like going for it, right? Well, here's some indicators. Indicator number one, you aren't getting the results you want, even though you are putting in a lot of effort. Indicator number two, you achieve the result, barely acknowledge it and move on to the next thing you're supposed to achieve. Indicator number three, you are constantly exhausted because your ego is running your life. The key feelings you'll be experiencing are exhaustion and depletion because you are unconsciously trying to fill up the emptiness of your inner child by external needs. Let me say this again. Your feelings are working accurately. You should feel exhausted and depleted if you are unconsciously trying to fill up the emptiness of your inner child by external means, by trying to have some certain standard which makes you enough. So how do we change this? It's the equation of the mind, body, and spirit. Mind via thought, body via action, and spirit via your emotions. All three need to come together and be intertwined. So some of you may question how emotions tap into your spiritual self. And of course, that's the whole podcast in a nutshell, is that your emotions are a gateway to your spiritual self. Your emotions are power-filled energy that once you know how to work with, will heighten your connection to your spirit. The more you are attuned with your emotional energy in a life-affirming way, the more your other senses increase, especially your intuition. Often in my emotional empowerment mentorship program, I can feel your unexpressed emotions, especially that of your inner child. One of my certification students asked, she said, how do you do that so accurately? And how I'm doing that is because when you learn the emotional empowerment process, you're learning how to tap into another layer of energy that most people dismiss. So again, this energy becomes insight for you and it becomes energy that allows you to move forward in a empowered way, not a draining way. This is how people who join the emotional empowerment mentorship group become unblocked because the process brings forward unexpressed negative feelings that are ready to be reclaimed and empowered. So if you want to experience that for yourself, I invite you to join me. Just go to iiee.training forward slash join me, one word. So I hope that I see you in there because it's so powerful to experience how this can unfold for you when you allow this to come forward and know what to do with this energy so that it's working for you. And this is when it becomes easier, not harder. Now, I've got this simple formula for you today 
Uh, and when I say simple, it is simple, yet it's very powerful. And sometimes we've got to understand that the most simple things can be the most challenging for us to do, especially because our ego. Now, this powerful formula intertwines the mind, body, and spirit connection that I've been talking about that has created happiness, peace, and fulfillment for so many. And I want to give it to you. So this winning formula is empowered emotions plus empowered thoughts plus empowered actions equals you living an empowered life. Now, empowered living is living a life based on love and expansion rather than fear and contraction. It's your empowered emotions that are going to tell you which direction you are operating from. Without the empowered emotions, you can have positive thought and action, but you'll be missing emotional alignment. And this is going to set you up again to be unhappy or have other parts of your life go sideways. So that's why I'll work with a lot of people that let's say they're doing well financially and yet they're struggling in their relationships or the other way around. They're doing well in their relationships, yet they're struggling financially. They're operating in a way in which their ego is telling them that this is the way to get the desired outcome that they want that's actually going against their emotional self. So let me go back to when I was a college counselor and how this applied to these kids. So some of these college kids, it was not in their hearts to be doctors. They were simply doing it to please their parents. And so we had to listen to their emotions to get to the place of them having the courage to face that truth first within themselves and then to be able to share that with their parents. Now, there were those that it was in their hearts to be amazing doctors, yet they were pushing themselves to the brink and they were being called to listen to their emotions in order to slow things down. Just like the B story, <laughs> you know, they're, um, they were being guided by their ego to keep hitting that window, hitting that window. And their emotions are saying, slow down here. Let's get some perspective here. A B plus is not going to end your career or whatever the message was for them and their specific negative feeling. There was healing that was happening to their self-worth when they took a step back. In other words, they were learning not to define their worth based on their success in school and in what the external would define as success for them as a doctor. And by learning to see themselves in life with greater compassion, they internally were building their self-worth. And I have no doubt that this has made them more compassionate doctors. The truth is, with empowered emotions, you are always going to be asked to step outside your comfort zone. This is another part of the purpose of your emotions, is to trust in the empowered guidance over your fears, which means you'll also need to align your thoughts with what you want, not with what you don't. So for those soon-to-be doctors, slowing down was their biggest fear. It was not easy for them to go from pushing themselves 24-7 to seeing that with healthy boundaries, they can create more overall success. They can still do well and be happy. And that was uncomfortable. That was scary. It's the same for many of the people that I work that are, are at this high level of success 
And they're trying to bring that same energy into their relationships and it's backfiring left and right. And what they're called to do instead goes against every part of their being, where they're being called to show up more vulnerably, called to be more in tuned with their emotions. And yet that's what's going to get them the outcome that they desire. The shift that is created by incorporating empowered emotions is it won't feel like the never-ending efforting that the ego pushes you to do when you feel like you've got to fight to make things happen. Instead, it's going to be a calling from your heart. Something inside of you is telling you that you want to experience more of the goodness in life, but in order to get there, you have to face your fears. So there's discomfort in that. So I'm not saying that when we go into the emotional empowerment that there isn't discomfort, there is. And that's why it takes courage. And it's so much different though than the pushing that leads us to overwhelm. In emotional empowerment, you're looking your ego in the eye and you see how you aren't going to be defined by its version of what makes you enough or lovable or worthy. And instead you make the uncomfortable step towards more of your truth. It's going to look like to your ego that you're giving up, that you're being a fool, that you're being stupid. It's going to use more manipulation to try to get you back on its path. And for some people I've worked with, it has been a very courageous step. They've had to end a relationship because the relationship was just offering them crumbs of love. But in doing that, they set themselves free to the opportunity to experience the love of their life. So in the short term, their ego was saying, you got to try harder. You got to do this more in the relationship. You've got to be more forgiving, more loving, you name it. The ego had them working, working, working so hard on their relationship. That was their window that they were banging against. And yet if the other side of that relationship couldn't move with that person, that was an indicator that their relationship needs were never going to be met. They would never experience love the way that they were meant to. So the more courageous step was to listen to the empowered emotions that were telling them it was time to go another way. And then have to face the shame of all that, that a divorce means their ego was making it mean that they were truly unlovable. Here's the proof. You're unlovable. Look, you're divorced. They had to go through that and still claim their lovability and not allow the ego to define them based on the external. And when you have the courage to go through that fire that your empowered emotions are guiding you to do, you will receive on the other side. For others, it has meant healing their relationship with money and in doing so their self-worth or healing their relationship with their body and in doing so their sense of lovability or healing their relationship with themselves to trust themselves again, and in doing so, find deep inner confidence and freedom. The bottom line is what each person did was stop using the outside to fill them up as a way to try to meet those emotional needs and instead learn to fill themselves up from the inside out. This means rather than bulldozing over your feelings and your inner child, you integrate your feelings and your inner child. They're integrated. When you do, your emotions become your rocket fuel to create breakthroughs in your life. 
And that's what always amazes me is like, once you have the courage to go through the fire of where your empowered emotions are guiding you to go, you will receive on the other side of that. And it's always so beautiful to see that, especially when your ego is calling you nuts for going that way. What I promise is it is much more powerful than trudging along, feeling exhausted, depleted, and on some level empty. So how can you start to turn this around? I'm going to invite you to start with your spirit. So when we say mind, body, spirit, it's kind of like spirits at the end (laughs) of that. And we want to start with the spirit. That's the secret to all this. And when you start with your spirit, you're going to tune into your emotions And ask yourself these questions. One, what is this pushing about? If you see yourself pushing yourself, ask, what is this pushing about? Two, ask, what am I afraid will happen if I stop pushing? And three, ask, how can I attend to those fears from an empowered perspective rather than allow the fear to run me? And you'll know when you are hitting upon that empowered perspective, because A, it's going to make you uncomfortable. B, your ego is going to reject it right away. And C, it's going to require you to focus on the internal rather than the external. So in other words, it's going to have you go in the opposite direction that your ego has been convincing you is the way. And that's the good news. So instead of just following along with your ego and fears, ask your inner child how it would feel to incorporate that empowered perspective. Remember, the empowered perspective is going to come through. You're going to feel uncomfortable. Your ego is going to reject it right off the bat. And it's going to require you to focus on the internal instead of the external. Then ask your inner child how he or she will feel when you follow that perspective. What you'll be doing is reuniting yourself with your inner child. And this is one of the most valuable aspects of you, part of you that you've kept hidden in the dark because you were afraid that showing this part of you would certainly diminish your ability to receive In receiving more of yourself that is held within your inner child, you are able to receive more of life. So your inner child can have fear as well. And yet if you were to allow it to be free, allow her to be expressed and be seen without the fear of you judging her or him, see how this part of you wants to show up in life. It's so powerful and it takes courage. Your feelings are here to bring you back to your inner knowing that is connected to your spiritual self. And from there, we'll direct your thinking and actions from love and expansion instead of fear and contraction. So you see how this is interwoven with spirit, mind, body? and empowered emotions plus empowered thoughts plus empowered action equals empowered living. It's all intertwined, but it starts with the spiritual and the emotional. And rather than pushing and efforting, you have the formula to maintain a flow state. 
Now, again, this flow state takes courage, especially to remain there. Will I allow myself to receive this flow state by doing the opposite of what my ego is barking at me to do? When you stand up to the bully, that ego, you receive your inner child. And in doing so, you receive more of the inner gold that was awaiting you. There's so much gold and goodness that has been hidden away, especially if you're an emotionally sensitive or struggling person, and it's time to uncover this sacred part of you. If you would like my support, join the Emotional Empowerment Mentorship Program, where you'll receive my guidance to reconnect you to that stuffed away part of you that you need to create true fulfillment in your life. By tapping into your inner child through your empowered emotions, you empower this aspect of yourself to be seen, understood, and received, which is what we all want. When this happens, you open yourself to the gift that is awaiting you. There's multiple gifts that happen through going through the flow of life. I want to thank you for your courage to see yourself and others through this empowered lens. Because again, this lens is not for those that are without courage, right? It takes courage. It's easier in the short term to work on erasing away your negative feelings. That's an easier path. Let's just pretend they're not here. Let's just call them bad and try to get rid of them. Let's just feel them and and then ignore the empowered messaging. And when we do any of those We're set up for long-term struggles. The emotional empowerment process sets you up for long-term success because it's teaching you to receive all of you. What I've seen time and time again is the more you receive yourself, the more of the goodness of life you receive in return. Underneath the pushing, working yourself to exhaustion and depletion are your fears that are calling for your attention. Your fears are asking for you to no longer agree with them, but to understand them from love. The more you go along with the pushing, the more you are unknowing and unknowingly impressing upon your fears. And instead, we're all invited to press upon love by integrating your feelings and your inner child in order to be the long-term recipient of greater ease and flow especially during times of change and transition. As I was finishing up this podcast, it reminded me of the song we all learned a long time ago. And forgive my singing voice, but I'm going to sing to you. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. And I thought it was fascinating this song came to me. Because we've been trained to fight ourselves and life to that point of exhaustion. We're like paddling upstream with the belief that we've got to try harder and work harder. And and it's like, what have we bought into that where the river of life is going to take us is to this ugly swamp? You know, when I think about it, I'm like, what in the world? And yet that song is telling us the way. Now, the ego will say that song's just telling you to float through life and do nothing. That's not what the song is saying. When you listen to your empowered emotions, again, that's the courageous way to go. 
And it's not just floating through life. You'll have to have the courage to stop the madness of fighting going upstream. And that's going to be scary. And instead, take the empowered action that guides you to keep rowing with the flow of life. Keep rowing with the flow of life gently and merrily, despite your ego screaming at you to turn around, you're a fool, you're an idiot, and that you're going to get nowhere going this way. That takes courage. But you as an emotionally sensitive or struggling person, my ESPs, you are made with this inner barometer to guide you to row merrily, merrily, merrily down the stream and create the dream you desire. What I promise is not only will you get to where you're supposed to go, but you'll also gain deeper trust in yourself and life as you see how life comes together on your behalf while feeling merry on your journey. Allowing your feelings to light your path to living in a conscious flow state is the more courageous path. And you were born for it. You being one that is connected to your emotions, you were born for it. And it's going to allow you to step out of overwhelm and instead enjoy your journey. Thank you so much for being with me, having the courage to listen to your emotions and allow them to guide you to your life's flow, peace, and greater love. I'll look forward to seeing you next time. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Emotional Empowerment Podcast. If you've enjoyed the program, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help us spread the message about how to use your emotions as a tool for spiritual and personal growth. To receive free training and emotional empowerment, visit www.iiee.training. That's www.iiee.training.